Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Got a Halloween story that'll blow Huck's mustache off. Cleveland Browns doing Cleveland Brown things. Fire as many coaches as possible. It's Tom versus Aaron. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. It's episode 34, halfway through the season. Your host, Jeff Hewlett. How you doing? That's me. Uh, <laughs> I'm 500 with my Hugh picks. We were in quite the hole, and we climbed our way out of it, because that's what you do, folks. It's hard to beat a guy who does not give up. Watch Rudy. Woo! Um, yeah, we are fired up. We're here in uh, Centennial Studios in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hola, Priviet. Ni hao. Bonjour. Hola. At, hola. Uh, wherever you're listening one. to look. Said that one twice. <laughs> wherever you look, yeah, I said that one twice. But you know what? Got a lot of Spanish friends from both Argentina, Mexico, and Colombia. Which you're going, aren't you? Weird How Mike. about that, baby? Send me the link. Weird Mike uh, goes on uh, these, you know, one-man band trips a lot. Uh, mandates, usually. T-Mac went with you one time. To find himself. Yeah, find to find himself. Now, was that a Raquel, mandate Raquel. or a mandate? No, like a mandate. Like you and T, you know. It's all right. Got us some muscle behind you, you know? Absolutely. I go for mandates for breakfast all the time. <laughs> I happen to fly across the world with mine. Yeah, there you go. Solo this time? Oh, yeah. All right, watch out, Columbia. Uh, yeah, we're here with Weird Mike, as, uh, as we just mentioned, and the fantasy guru himself, voice of God. How you doing, Lord? I'm good, Jeffrey. Hallelujah. You! Uh, woo! Uh, but you gotta get these olives off the table, man. I can smell them. I can see them. They're just—they don't belong in our podcast. I studio. just popped <laughs> one in my mouth. I thought you were tossing it to VOG for a while. No, he doesn't want one. Huck, our producer, Huck Media, has really sh- thought you were an olive guy. Huck He's shaking his head. Nah, I don't nah, know. You got—I uh, don't know. I thought you're a bit of a foodie. He has a man bun, which make would make you think maybe he likes olives, or at least a lot of stuff from the salad bar. You know, love the olive bar at Metro. So smelly. No. no, thank you. I avoided it at all costs. And the smelly cheese bar is right there. It's then the you guys should part. probably stay clear of Adonis because they have an olive bar aisle. And I've been smoking oh, darts since Vietnam, and I can barely smell anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but need like Vicks vapor rub under the right. nostrils before you go in there. Classic yeah. pimentos. Fire at me at Weird Mike. What's your favorite olive? Nobody likes olives. All A right? lot of people. Although love you olives. know what, I've been wrong about some stuff lately. Just before we get into the show, uh, it, you know, again, we're halfway through the NFL season. Fired up. We're starting to really get to know these teams. Feel like a sharp again. Love it. But uh, yeah, uh, we're getting a lot of responses on our Instagram account at Hughes Talking or our Twitter page at Hughes Talking, uh, as well as our individual uh, Twitter. Mine's at Jeff Hewlett, G E O F F H U L E T. Yeah. Uh, Kayla Nolan from way out uh, Western Ontario. You basically have to fly there. <laughs> it's just bad. It's GTA wa- Airways. Water down. Uh, she informed me on behalf of our female listeners that uh, don't be so sexist. Girls pee sitting down as well. It's just a little more complicated. No, it, out- outdoors. Of course they pee sitting down. Well, yeah. But I basically was really triumphant about being a man and just, you know, that's sort of what separates outdoors. us. Yeah. Yes. They got to crouch a little bit. It kind of, it, you know, you, you got to hold a tree. I do. If, That's the if you're not totally level, you're going to get it running down one side of the leg. But hey, you know what? This isn't my problem. Uh, but to all of you peeing outside, you're a look who's talking type of lady. So uh, kudos. Did you know peeing in the cold, like the freezing cold outside is like one tenth an orgasm? Really? Yeah. Sneezing's one eighth. One eight. And I did seven today. <laughs> <laughs> one ten. We might have a Howard Stern have moment right here that. on the show. <laughs> we get Linda to fact check yeah. that cold pee thing. Linda! We got stats. Uh, I'd say a really a, a, a pee that you've been holding for like an hour. That's like 95% orgasm. Oh, that's yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. There's... There's definitely been some public bathrooms where somebody definitely thought like, "Well, oh, that's no place for this." And I was just just hadn't peed in a while, but I'm just like, "Oh." <laughs> it's, it's true. Anyway, uh Kayla Nolan let us know that the girls pee outside too cuz uh Canadian women rock. And I'm assuming this this is a skill that all women have. Um uh, but Canadian women still rock cuz they probably do it more. Flannel and peeing outside. Happy 420. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh also, uh, we're going to have a draft later this episode for our all-time NFL greats, just to sort of like kind of really give the listeners an idea of who has a really great knowledge of uh, skill going back 
throughout the decades. I mean, voice of God, he is our Lord, but he is a young Lord. So you might not. I watch a lot of NFL you know, films, baby. There you go. There's a N- lot of great NFL YouTube films, stuff. NFL films is one of the reasons why the NFL is the biggest sport in it's the amazing. world. Oh, the documentation of the sport is incredible. If NHL films was a thing, like literally, hockey would have exploded in the U.S. by now. Yeah, it's a great sport to love. So much material content. S- Quality slow, programming. Slow down a fast sport, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, everything's better in slow motion. Yep. You ever, you ever got your, never mind right now. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, you ever got your lady to send you a slow-mo video? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. How about that, eh? Uh, yeah, uh, it was our Halloween episode last week. We hope everyone had a happy Halloween. It's literally Halloween right now. It's Halloween right now, but we're going to hear this tomorrow night, which will be All Saints Day, I believe. It's the first of... Uh, correct. Correct. How about that? Yep. Everett, you were wearing your poppy too early. Okay, that, that's when you start. That's you, the holiday. Hollow's Eve. Unlike eggnog, though. Is the night before. I support poppies year-round. All right? Yeah. Uh, oh, another thing that pe- I got wrong, apparently. A lot of people like eggnog. <laughs> I've been hating on it a lot. Duh. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, fantastic. Another guy from Waterdown. Apparently, there's two people. This, our buddy Phil uh, claims that he actually just sent us a picture to our Instagram account of eggnog. Uh, he joins Voice of God as Good a on him. who likes eggnog out of season. Oh, baby. I think these are the type of people who kick cats. But what are you going to do? <laughs> that was one so, time, Jeff. Yeah, so it's officially it was, Christmas season then. It was your neighbor's cat. You knew November the cat. November 1. All right. Well, no I, I uh, very happily did nothing for Halloween. But in my earlier years in life, I actually had some of the best Halloweens ever. I'm going to tell you a quick one-minute story here that you might love. Our, our head producer, Mr. Andy Huckle from Huck Media, uh, <laughs> we were in China uh, doing the flyboard show over in Zhuhai, China at Ocean Kingdom. It was three of the most glorious years of my life. And uh, Andy came over with us, and me, Andy, and our buddy Ashton, uh, three of the Canadians over there of a multi-international team, that Weird Mike and Voice of God both visited uh, at different times at. Yeah. Nihoma! Yeah! Voice of God... Uh, actually came during Chinese New Year, gets off the plane, just figures that drinking tequila on the back of a motorcycle and firing off fireworks is just a normal way to get to the pre-drink bar. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, China, anything goes. No rules, China, baby. That's what you do. Anyway, uh, we we had the day off, which we we didn't get normally. Ashton was working with me and Andy, went with a Chinese uh, sort of girlfriend of ours to a a costume uh, spot she knew where we bought three identical silver and blue LED suits that lit up in blue LEDs with a button in our hand. So you could literally just look at someone and be like, Farvin, boom, and like light up the room. It was glorious, especially after like 20 pints of Guinness. Yeah, yeah, Huck's still drunk from that Halloween. Uh, Also, so anyway... So me and Huck are on the day off. We're waiting for the whole team to show up at the Irish pub at like 10.30. Happy hour finished at 10, and we got there at 5. We were lit the farve up. Not really sure what happened. We were, you know, partying with the Russian parade, and, you know, it, it gets crazy over in China, especially when no one has any family. There's no kids trick-or-treating. You are literally just getting lit up, and we had LED suits to help us. Well, we all went from this uh, Spanish dance club that we all learned how to actually, cha- was it cha-cha? No. Uh, yeah, we were at the Canelias Irish pub, then we went to the Spanish pub. This is where you stop remembering stuff, Andy. And across from the Spanish bar, there's, there's just this big bar street of international bars. Zuhai, China, it's a beautiful place to live, actually. And across the street is this park, okay? It's where people sort of wait for taxis. It's where you go to, like, you know, smoke or something. So, yeah, have a little quick nap as Andy didn't tell anyone he was doing. We went to uh, this other bar on the other side of town. Everyone just kind of lost Andy. Everyone lost everyone. And (laughs) anyway, in our big group chat later on, we get this text message seemingly from Andy. Hello, I find your friend's phone. Some girl trying to steal it off him. He is asleep in the grass. (laughs) He will not wake up. (laughs) Anyway, I tried to get him. He not wake up. Now he gone. He's saying all this in our group chat. Is anybody in his family, our Australian buddy at like 4 a.m., Sam, who's just dickered, he comes on the group chat like, I am Andy's father. <laughs> anyway, we try to track down the phone, but just uh, getting, this, getting this message from uh, this Chinese club promoter trying to help uh-huh. our friend Andy. We never got the phone back. We did get Andy back. And uh, yeah, he had no pockets in the LED suit. What are you going to do? That'll happen. But, uh, yeah, China, great times. Ni hao. Love all of you.
That was a great Halloween. Those were earlier days. All right. Uh, the olives are still here, by the way. You, you're, looking only, at me, you're looking at me like cross-armed like this is my problem. There's only three left. I'm plowing while you're telling that Halloween yeah, story. That's great. All right. Uh, in case you missed it, some crazy stuff happened this weekend. We went five and two on our Hugh picks. We're back to 500 at 25, 25, and one. Woo! We gave you a bonus pick on Instagram on Thursday. Follow us on Instagram as we heat up. Uh, the, yeah, Ty Montgomery uh, took matters into his own hands in the best game of the weekend, Rams versus Packers. Our gold pick was the Packers plus nine and a half. And thanks to Todd Gurley being very unselfish, that held. And uh, you know what? The football gods had their day. And Ty Montgomery, no longer a Packer. You, uh, uh, you hang out in a snake pit, you're going to get snake bit. Yep. Cost me the weird pick. Gurley takes a knee at the two. I really thought that was all going to rhyme until the end. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. That's like okay. Gurley, you got to 500. Big climb back. Well done, yeah, you. Thank you. You told him to stick on. I told you I to hang you on. Did. Yeah. We were three and nine after and week two. Coincidentally, I have fallen back to yes. 500. Yes. Almost and as a favor. We're halfway through the year. So let's put something on the table. We're both 500 now. Yep. Winning percentage. Love it. You got your six games on air. I got my one. Yep. Winning percentage. What do you say? Winning percentage, one case of Muskoka Brewery Craft Lager. One case? One case. There we go. You should really have the handicap. You yeah. Six picks. That's okay. I'm going to beat him no, anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just as hard to pick the one. Volume, it's... He can't afford to lose. He's gonna get he gets mon- 100% I, wrong. I'm going to get a monkey to spin a wheel like they used to do on TSN. <laughs> That'll be Brent's pick of the week. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we should wheel. do it. What's, what, My dad is a parrot. We could probably train Weird it. Mike versus Jeff versus absolute chance. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, we've got a lot of stuff to get through as we look towards next week, reflect on last week. Hit us up with the news, Lord. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Thank you, Jeffrey. All right, news that matters. The trade deadline has come and gone. It happened yesterday, Tuesday, at 4.30. Um, all deals were final, and it was a good one. Uh, you know, we I feel like most years we, we don't normally have this much action, but a lot of teams, a lot of contenders sort of solidified their, their playoff runs and... Yeah, we're just going to rhyme through it here. Um, Demarius Thomas is now a Texan. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Um, obviously, they've uh, Will Fuller. They got the news that he's been he's out with an ACL uh, for the remainder of the year, and they're just not the same team without two receiving threats. So good pickup, uh, veteran DT out of out of uh, Denver. So also uh, on the receiving front, Golden Tate is now an Eagle. Um, they grabbed him from the Lions. Not really sure the Lions are doing, just sort of letting him go like that for, I mean, they got like a third round pick, but he's 27% of their offensive snaps go towards Golden Tate. Absolute beast. He's like a running back um, as far as yards after the catch. Um, But yeah, solid move by the Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you're really competing at the highest levels of the NFL now, who's your third receiver? Because he's going up against the nickelback or the third best defensive back cover in, in coverage. And when you get to playoff games, this is what can win you games. This is what Drew Brees thrives on. Who's my third receiver? Well, it was Jordan Matthews up until he got Golden Tate. And now when you got Aguilar and Tate on the field, I think it's a great Jeffrey. move. And, and, and also on Jeffrey. Jeffrey's As, back. He's healthy. Especially, and again, healthy now. I like Coach Peterson preparing possibly for one of these receivers to go down and not having to reach into the well, practice yeah. squad. They were yeah, they were very thin. So yeah, definitely it. solidifying it. He's a beast. Love it. Um, some other news: Rams got even scarier, adding Dante Fowler, former third overall pick, uh, off the Jags to help solidify their pass rush. Yep. So really was hoping they didn't get a pass rush, but right uh, a little bit better now. Hard to hate on that. You know, no, yeah, they didn't, didn't were cost a weak much. In the linebacker, the Rams. Everybody was like, "That's their one weakness. That's their one weakness." Yeah. No, no, I'll give you and that for sure. Team Cronkies like. I don't want a weakness. They miss Ogletree. Fowler, a little motivated that he got traded away from a team that right. he's only known. So I mean, and again, right now, if you're in the NFL and you get traded to the Rams, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? Vets barely practice. Yeah. We don't sure. play the preseason. There, it's the sickest team, the sickest city. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're in LA. We're unbeaten. It's too good. But uh, also Green Bay, uh, they were more of the sellers. Um, interesting move. But yeah, haha, Clinton Dix, the pro football focused second rated safety on the year and all, you know, perennial uh, all pro is now a member of the Washington Redskins. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. 
Really? Ha ha. Yeah, baby. Clinton Dix. Yeah. And now and they have their they also have DJ Swearinger, who's the number one rated safety. Um so yeah, very, very interesting. Um I guess they weren't Green Bay wasn't really gonna pick up his I guess the contract that he's owed next year, right. but what do you what do you do in Green Bay? Like you just throw into the towel a little bit. Um, you're literally best defensive player. Um, Green Bay's the guy at the party that brings five beers. Like you know, he literally took one out of the six pack, yeah. left it at home, shows up at the party. He's like, oh, I brought five. And there's clearly one empty spot. They're just the perennial cheap team. Yeah, they don't not, even need to be. It's a salary cap era, but they just that's the way they do it. They're not. A, yeah, they're not a free agent we'll destination. Have a, we'll have a rock star quarterback. And we'll make it work. Yeah, just not surround Aaron Rodgers. Piss him off a little bit more, including, uh, well, this move I think he was very happy with, as Jeffrey mentioned earlier in the show. Ty Montgomery uh, going rogue, running back, receiver, special teams, kind of little does everything a little bit, nothing super well. The Rams uh, were about to lose that game. But he's gone. Let's be honest. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, Good. Two-minute two drill, if you guys didn't catch um, the the awesome Rams-Packers game that was. Um, yeah, uh, two-minute drill, or a little bit over that. Um, Packers down by two points. Exactly. Two Mon- minutes left. Montgomery just is kicks, receives the punt in the end zone. He was specifically instructed, take a knee, give the ball to Aaron Rodgers with one play before the two-minute warning. Right. He decided he wanted to be a hero. He was pissed off. He got subbed out of a couple um, you know, drives earlier, and he tried to be the hero and cost the game, turning the ball over inside like the 10 and just just sealed it for the Rams. So right. he's gone. He's now a Raven. Um, so it's yeah. joke. It's joke. Seeing on the sideline of that game after he made the mistake, one uh, big player on the Packers, one came up to him and gave him the fakest. Yeah, it's all right. You'll ever see. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Toggle. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's all right. Oh yeah, I know. There's video of of Aaron, a lot of teammates, right. and all knowing the drill. Like just just why risk it? Not worth it. To be fair, Aaron Rodgers looks like a prick on the sideline almost every game he's ever played. This was the first time I've really been like, yeah, I get it. Very justified. <laughs> justified. Moving on uh, to the Cleveland Browns. As Jeffrey mentioned, the Browns are going to do Browns things, uh, one of which is continue to fire head coaches, although this was deserved. Mr. Hugh Jackson is no longer employed by the team. Um, after losing 33-18 to 18 against the Steelers, he was officially fired. Um, they also let go of Todd Haley, the offensive coordinator, as well. Um, and, you know, Hughes' incompetence has been well-documented. Um, he's He really just doesn't really know what's going on, going on. Not really a details guy. Never done well. Um, his career head coaching record for the Browns is a 3-36-1. and um, Yeah, he, oh my God. Yeah, pretty horrendous. Like, I'm pretty sure anyone at this table could have somehow pulled off more wins than that. Just by not getting in your team's way. Yeah, not <laughs> pissing people off, just letting professionals Classic do their job. case of less is more. Yeah. Sure. They, there was a funny stat that came out. Bill Belichick would have to lose something like 800 NFL games straight to attain the same winning percentage as Hugh has, <laughs> which really puts it into perspective. Absolutely abysmal, but... Um, yeah, he. Uh, they asked him one. I think this might have been the nail in the coffin. Uh, after the Steelers lost the post-game press conference, uh, you know, a lot of reporters were like, "Hey, uh, you know, Hugh, in that second quarter, right as it was running out, why didn't you take the timeout?" And his response was, "To be honest, I don't even remember that." Exactly. So that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah, you talk Sean McVay, who can remember exact drives and how they worked in right. games five years ago. This guy can't remember what happened. Two hours ago. Former general manager of the Cleveland Browns and assistant under Bill Belichick, and we're a fan of his podcast, Michael Lombardi Show. He talked about this uh, at length. Just I'll give you a quick rundown. Basically saying that he is a balloon, as I've been calling him all year. He doesn't know any of the details. He doesn't know who's you know on the kickoff teams. He's not in the offensive meetings. He's literally a figurehead that's not even good at being a figurehead. Just uh, criticizing Todd Haley's work. Kind of like Barry Bonds. Also, have you ever have you ever worked with someone or for someone who is who's not focused on doing the job as best they can or we all can, but only interested in securing his job? And what's the best way to do that? Set insanely low expectations so that you can achieve them. You know? Such as, hey, we'll start Tyrod Taylor and try to win like three or four games as we get Baker ready. He's just trying to get himself one more year of this coaching salary, literally. And if you watched Hard Knocks, you saw his ego, you know, whenever yeah, Haley was actually trying to coach. Yeah. It's a joke. Just interfering. Chirp and Todd Haley in the press conference, like, just after the game, like, I'm going to get more involved. And, yeah, Todd Haley's not one to take that lightly. Um, but, yeah, um, 
Get See, Baker a real offensive quarterback. I feel bad for Baker. He's now got no head coach. He's got no offensive coordinator, and they promoted Greg Williams, head of Bounty Gate, Greg Williams, yes. defensive oh, coordinator, yeah. uh, to the head coach. That would be a position. great Halloween costume. What yeah. <laughs> is Greg Just Williams with money in my pockets? Psycho screamer, <laughs> Greg Williams. So best of luck. Um, yeah, Baker, hopefully you uh, overcome all odds and uh, you know turn out all right. Uh, moving on, though, um, it was a big week for the Adams. Um, the Adamses, multiple, plural, Adamses. Uh, not Devontae Adams, but Adam Vinatieri, um, as well as Adam Thielen. Uh, Colts kicker is now the NFL all-time leading scorer, passing Morton Anderson uh, with the most points all-time, just drilling clutch field goals. And I know we make fun of kickers a lot on this show, uh, especially because the guy on my left was a kicker. <laughs> um, but... You- uh, look, points are points. All right? You score points, you score points. They all count. You're, you're winning Super Bowls. Exactly. Uh, a win's a win. A dollar's a dollar. Doesn't matter how you get it. Points are points. Yeah. Good for you, Mr. Vinatieri. And Adam Thielen, just like everyone saw coming, uh, becomes the second player in NFL history to go eight straight games with 100 yards receiving, joining only Calvin Johnson. Uh, pretty nuts. So I think he's going to keep going all year. Huck's like, boy, by the way. Yes, that's right. Big points to Huck for that one. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, barring injury, like, I think he's he could go every single game this year. Cousins loves him, and he's getting all of Kyle Rudolph's targets. It's like Cousins doesn't look down the middle. He's Yeah, he, he's incredible route runner, and, yeah, it's not hard to, you know, hit a guys that, that are open consistently. Yep. So. All right. Well, thanks for the news. I got a nugget to follow up your news there. Uh, we bet a case of Muskoka. Yes, we did. On the Washington, Washington Redskins. Redskins, and now that ha ha Clinton Dix, yep. I think I'm a ha ha myself to that two four. Indeed, there's no way the Skins are bottoming out now. Right, they may not win it all, but right, they're not a top five pick. division leading. I was right and wrong about this. <laughs> First of all, ah, I said they would suck, okay, because of bad quarterback play. Alex Smith is the second worst ranked yards per play quarterback in the league that started every game now they also got adrian peterson after we made this little proclamation who has turned into an absolute beast give him 25 carries you win the farvin game also the nfc east fell apart uh the giants we didn't expect this uh anyway but you're right i'll give it to you the redskins are better than we than and, i thought and my second uh it's news that matters i got some news that matters okay i'm not going to columbia alone i'm look, going with some of the newest look who's talkers yeah big head in the bay street boys we're heading out in a couple weeks beautiful make sure big they subscribe. head and the bay street boys you got it sounds like a movie on netflix that i would not want to watch and i'd be looking for the remote to switch the channel if it like actually a, like a 50s out. like beach boy style band uh soft core porn for men <laughs> introducing big head of the Bay Street Boys. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate all the new listeners, and uh, you know, for anyone who's never traveled with Weird Mike before, have fun. It's going to be interesting, and uh, about half of you will probably never talk to him again. <laughs> but the other half, uh, the other quarter, <laughs> yeah, scratch that. Two people, two guys, <laughs> two people. I'll be friends. You'll with. You'll be tight with. There, there you go. go. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, we, uh, again, we're fired up about, uh, I'm fired up <laughs> about being back to 500 again, crawled into a pretty deep hole there. Uh, but I, look, there's a method to picking NFL games and it's all a lot like life. Okay. This brings us to our truth of the week. Hey, you might've just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Truth of the week, folks. Who do you trust? And what do you trust them to do? All right? Because people, most of the time, are going to sort of do what they always do. A couple times they'll surprise you, but they're going to develop a pattern. And you know what? You can pretty much expect, you know, if they do something 80% of the time, that's what you should rely on. Let me give you an example. (laughs) My friends trust me to be late. So if we're going golfing, they tell me the tee-off time is 9 a.m. Instead of the 10 a.m. tee-off time, they've actually booked. This has happened in multiple wedding day golfs, bachelor party golfs. The people I'm sitting with here have actually done this to me. Hawk Media is shaking his head right now. 
And you know what? It's great. It works out for everyone because about 80% of the time, I show up half an hour early. <laughs> 9.30, which would have been half an hour late. My point is, my, my, my friends trust me to be consistent with what I always do. Now, when you're picking football games, you don't want to be surprised. You want to, what do you expect that you're going to see on Sunday? You know, if this game was played 10 times, what would the game look like? You know, eight of those times. Because fumbles, miracle catches, the most random kickoff things you've ever seen, ah, fake punts, these can all kind of put an anchor in your plans. But don't rely on any of that stuff happening. Rely that consistency is going to win out. Who do you trust? Sharps talk about it a lot. I trust a few quarterbacks and coaches enough that besides bad luck or miracles, they're probably going to win. Or at least be right there or close at the end. Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, and Big Ben. And recently, I'd say Carson Wentz and slowly but surely Pat Mahomes with Andy Reid at his side fits into that group. I still haven't seen Goff in tough enough spots yet. It's like a relationship that has been mostly spent on vacation. I don't know if I trust the Rams and Goff when it rains and the car won't start. The car's girly. <laughs> to still get the job done. All right? You spend most of your relationship on a vacation. Hey, before you pop the ring on the finger, come home. See what it's like back home first. All right? It's going to rain. The car's not going to start. And especially if you're me, you're going to be late a couple times. Let's see how she reacts. Uh... <laughs> Trust is what it's all about. Weird shit happens, but you're looking for percentage, where 80% of the time, you know what's coming. New Orleans, probably going to score 25 points at home since they got Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Aaron Rodgers is going to keep a game close. It's his ego, and you know what? He's good enough to do that. Brock Osweiler throwing checkdowns to pad his stats when they're down two touchdowns with five minutes left. These are things I expect to see, all right? Brock just throwing four touchdowns in the first quarter that's not gonna happen or if it does it's very rare don't bet on it besides miracles there's some guys i just trust and it takes miracles or bad luck to beat them and they usually put the game out of reach so that random luck or a miracle isn't quite enough to beat them guys that are so much better that luck won't cost you your ticket and won't cost them the game trust questions if a team loses did they show up all right the new england patriots always show up if they're gonna lose they got defeated by a team playing its absolute best. I trust Tom to show up. Like, like we say on the show, when there's a gun to your head, who do you trust? Everyone can say, oh, I really like the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Weird, Mike. Okay? But if I put a gun to your head, are you really picking Phillip Rivers to just do it this year? He's got eight kids at Christmas. He gets tired. It's not happening. And with a gun to your head, I think you'd think the same. Shouldn't trust him so much. I've been picking the Saints at home for a long time. I trust Coach Payton and Drew Brees executing their game plan, a high-scoring game plan. Yeah, they, that game plan might get beat, or a couple of random fumbles or tipped passes for picks might mess that up. But eight out of, eight out of ten times, they're going to do what I think they're going to do. I trusted Aaron Rodgers to use his God-given skills to at least compete. If you have a top-eight quarterback in the NFL, you can usually trust them to keep it close. You can trust their abilities to want to win and their ability to get it. It's like trusting Michael Jordan just to get 30 points back in the day. That's what he did. If he got 10, that was an aberration. Don't expect that to happen. No, I'm going to pick the Pistons because maybe Jordan won't show up tonight. Nah, he showed up every night. It was his ego. We loved it. All right? Football's in slow motion for some guys, and they just won't take no for an answer at instilling their will down the field. So who do you trust this week? Can't trust Jason Garrett. If Dallas smokes someone, they got lucky. Cue a lot of turnovers, or they were facing such a bad team that they just ran all over them, and you wouldn't pick the other team anyway. But if it's a team they're even with, I don't trust their coach. You could even trust their coach to not handle the end of the game well. That's a trust that you can rely on. All right? How do the Giants beat Tom Brady twice in Super Bowls? They got pressure on the quarterback, which still wouldn't have been enough, without two miracle catches. If they play that, that Super Bowl, especially against the 07 Pats, the perfect Pats, you know, 100 times, Eli and the Giants are going to win about yeah, eight of those games, okay? Because that helmet catch doesn't happen, and Manningham steps out of bounds. Anyway, who do you trust? How'd the Vikings beat Breeze last year? A Farvin miracle. 
Some guy tackled a ghost instead of Stefan Diggs. I trust Aaron Rodgers' ego to try and beat Tom because he won't get a chance in February, and he knows it. Probably the last time he, he gets to beat Tom. So I trust Aaron Rodgers' skill to keep this one close. I trust Pittsburgh to show up for big games, especially against a team that already beat them. Okay? Unless you're Tom Brady, you're not beating Pittsburgh twice in a season. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I trust Denver's pass rush against Houston's uh, O-line. And more than anything, I trust Brock Osweiler to farve and suck about eight out of every ten games he plays. So I'm picking the Jets. The truth of the week, folks, is go with who you trust. Play the game out ten times in your head. What happens eight times? Trust that. It's consistency. And that's what you want. If you're on vacation with your woman, don't pop the question. Come home. Let it rain. Woo! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, weird Mike. Gun to your head. Who do you trust? Baltimore at home versus a bad team. Yeah? That's... Really, my only like not this week because Pittsburgh no, no, is a good no, no, team. No, 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 I'm saying Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore shit John, kicks bad teams at home. The John Harbaugh era. There you go. It's a decade. Doesn't old have to now. be that consistent, but when that situation happens, you trust it. Cleveland, the Bucks, you know, whoever's bad that year, the Bills. Look at this year, right? Beat down. That's Absolutely. Why I trust with a gun to my head. I got about eight quarterbacks that I trust to not get shit kicked, barring ap- like a bunch of fumbles or some miracle catches. All right. If uh, what was the giant? What was the giant's name? David Tyree. All right, he drops that. Okay, they punt. Tom Brady comes down, kicks a field goal. They win by a touchdown. They got the perfect team. But you know what? Weird stuff happens. Please stop bringing it up. Sorry, Love still it. hurts. <laughs> you know, right. you know. I knew that was gonna happen. That's where the weirdness started with me. That spread in that Super Bowl was four, twelve or thirteen. Yeah. And I run a props board at my Super Bowl parties. Yep. And I put the spread in the house at seven and a half, six points under the line, because I knew that was going down. Charles Barkley lost half a million dollars on that game. That's how confident people were. That's how much people trusted Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and specifically that Patriots team, just to get it done. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry I keep bringing this up. Speaking of history, we're having our all-time history draft after the picks, but we're back to 500. I brought that up in Truth of the Week because the one mistake I made besides Fitzmagic. (laughs) Wow. Look, my gold, silver, and bronze picks last week were all check marks for the second week in a row. Two weeks in a row. We own the podium. Let's make a podium parlay this week. See I, if it goes three in a row. Uh, you know what? <laughs> the football gods will talk, and they'll be like, yeah, don't get greedy. Make individual bets as much as you can, folks. They are way more likely to win. But parlays are fun, and we all do them. I told you to pick the Green Bay Packers last week as our gold pick because Aaron Rodgers and nine and a half points just doesn't make sense. The one I, the one I got wrong, uh, I whiffed on, apologize, was I was rolling with Detroit even though I don't trust them. They had just won me two weeks in a row, and I developed that short-term trust, just like a short-term relationship. Big-time short-term trust guy. Right. I know you are. He's getting out to Columbia. Get me out of here. Um, we'll see. I like the long-term trust. I've trusted Tom for 15 years. All right. So, again, sorry. We missed on uh, – I love Seattle. I even picked uh, Pete Carroll to win Coach of the Year this year, and I said Seattle would sneak into the playoffs. That's looking better and better. But that moves us. To our you picks. Okay, Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Woo! Uh, we love this you picks music just as you do. We've uh, you've been telling us on our Instagram account. We love that. All right, remember to rate, review, subscribe on wherever you're listening: Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. We were 25, uh, 5 and 2 last week. We were 4 and 2 on the show. Plus, if you follow us on Instagram, I'll give you one bonus pick a week, plus our props picks, which went 3 for 3 on Thursday and 1 for 3 on Sunday night. What are you going to do? So, we are now 25, 25 and 1. We're back to 500. We're not going back. Our gold pick this week I have the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 3 in Baltimore to not get beat by the Ravens twice in the same season. All right. Plus three, take it as quick as you can as soon as you hear this podcast because that spread's going to move down to two and a half. Watch, it will. So get them at three while you can. 
I think they win the game outright, but three that getting that three is a nice bonus. All right. Pittsburgh's moving the ball. They are a team that gets up for big games, especially against teams that already beat them in their house. Uh, Mike Tomlin is that type of coach. He's an emotional coach. Some things are good about that. Some te- some things are bad. But winning these rivalry games, he seems to get it done. Uh, plus, they're really healthy. As soon as Lev Bell comes back, they're right back to being a Super Bowl contender. They win this week. Outright. All right. Silver pick. I am taking the Denver Broncos. Okay. Now, let me tell you, I really like my handicap on this game. The Denver Broncos, they are minus one uh, with Houston coming into town. Houston's on a five-game winning streak, but they won by a total of about 22 points. Okay? They got extremely lucky in three of those games. And they just they faced Brock Osweiler and the Dolphins on Thursday night, and the whole team was gassed. Either way, they're not as good as you think. Also, this spread was two and a half before, but after the Demarius Thomas trade, uh, the public loves Houston because, hey, they just got a new receiver. Let me tell you something. Demarius Thomas, he's just joining the team, okay? How involved is he going to be in this offense? Not to mention, he lost a step two years ago. He's not as good as he used to be. You think Demarius Thomas, you think Super Bowl, catching a lot of passes with Peyton Manning. He's not quite where he was. Even the fantasy gurus Fact. nodding his head at me. Yeah. Also, I think that Denver has upgraded at their second wide receiver slot with our boy, Cortland Sutton, okay? Who's now going to be more involved in the offense. Basically, Denver doesn't miss a beat by letting go of Demarius Thomas, not with the way they're currently running their offense. They run the ball. Also, they charge the passer. Vaughn Miller and Chubb at home are going to get to Deshaun Watson and that crappy O-line. Look for Denver, whose season is not over. They're 3-5. and five. Uh, To get on to Houston, who can afford to lose a game. Love this game at home. You only needed a point. Love it. Our bronze pick, we're taking New Orleans minus one and a half with the undefeated L.A. Rams coming to town. The L.A. Rams have not had an away game like this, okay? They're going into the Superdome against New Orleans, who I trust to put up at least 25 points with Drew Brees. And uh, Sean Payton's offense going against a still depleted Rams secondary with Noah Keeb Talib. This is still massive. That's why Aaron Rodgers almost beat them on Sunday. That's why Seattle almost beat them three weeks ago. Okay? They are due for a loss, and this is it. Coming off that lucky win, walking into the Superdome. It's a bad time to be facing the Saints. Who that? Woo! Uh, yeah, I love the Saints at home. Uh, this should be three points because the Rams got away with that win in the Packers. It's one and a half. If the Rams lost to the Packers, this would be three points, which which is what it should be. Little tidbit for you while you're picking games. If you don't like the spread or don't agree with it, those are the games you should be picking. If you like the spread, stay away. For instance, last week, made a mistake. Like liked the Detroit spread. Detroit by three. Yeah, that seems right. Took it. No, if it seems right, stay away. Okay, the Packers, but nine and a half doesn't seem right. Take it. So, this is why I'm taking New Orleans. It should be three. It's one and a half. Love it. That's my bronze pick. We're going to own the podium again. Woo! Uh, our final three picks. We are taking the Green Bay Packers plus five and a half because I trust Aaron's ego as he won't get to face Tom Brady again, possibly for the rest of his career, unless he makes the Super Bowl. Tom will be there. Aaron won't. He knows that. He feels snake bitten uh, from last week's episode with Ty Montgomery. He's going to come in and make this one close. The Pats are a machine right now, but Aaron doesn't get to do this too much, and I think he's going to at least be winning at some point, possibly lose the game late because Tom and Belichick are better at the late game situations. New New England to win. Green Bay to cover. How do you like that? It's a five-point differential, but I'm going to nail both of them. We are taking the Atlanta Falcons plus one and a half. They are in Washington, and Washington's been playing great. But you know what? You almost lost to the Giants, and the Giants are awful. Okay? Talented team, and I got to admit it now, Eli's a shot fighter. Okay? He gets tapped in the pocket. He hugs the ball like it's a Care Bear and tries to fall down. It's over. Should never even been close, but it was. Wrong time to be playing the Falcons. They're three and five. They've never been hotter all season. And again, their season's not over, and it's just the wrong time you're playing the Falcons. I trust the Falcons' offense to score more points than Adrian, the Adrian Peterson-led rushing attack, which is currently Washington's offense. And our final pick, in again, I think I'll pick against him until one day some, he retires. I'm taking the New York Jets at plus three 
in Miami, where it's not quite as warm as it was a couple weeks ago to affect the games. And plus, Sam Darnold's a California kid. You don't mind the heat. I'll take the better team, the New York Jets, going into Miami, a team they are not scared of, uh, to beat Brock Osweiler, the limp dick of the NFL. And, uh, yeah, I think they went out right, but I'll take the plus three, just like the Pittsburgh game. Love my picks this week. Follow us on Instagram for more props picks, plus a bonus spread pick as we move towards week nine. Woo! I think I I like that Saints pick. The Rams have been oddly brewing towards a loss. Yeah, it's like they want one to get the pressure off. Four points at Seattle, three points at Denver, two points against Green Bay. Right. Now into the Superdome, sharp pick like that. And uh, I don't. Uh, I think Houston and Demarius motivated by the only team he's known, they play each other this week. That's what crazy. I mean. That's what I mean. He's been there his whole career. He stays in Denver, waits for a team to come. Who knows how to cover Demarius Thomas better than the Denver defense? I think Houston coming off the mini-buy takes that. But whatever. That's just uh, one weird take. All right. You got your weird pick? I do. You getting off the schneid? It's officially a Schneid. We're still looking for a guy named Schneid who's just, you know. Where hated, are you at, Schneid? Hated this expression since it was made up. Uh, was 4-1, and one, down three straight, two by total screw jobs. Yeah. Like you said, snake bit the theme of the show. Weird Mike picked the Packers and Rams over last week, over 57 and a half. It was 56 about, and 56 a half. and a half. It was about to happen, and Todd Gurley did what's called the Rolex play, as uh, Greg uh, McVay calls it, which is times more valuable than points. Rolex. Keep things simple like that. I love it. So known as the Brian Westbrook. Yes, Westbrook also did it. No one brought that up this week. I like that. Uh, Voice of God. I like there the go. Rolex better than the Westbrook. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got screwed both ways because if he doesn't fumble, Aaron kicks the field goal, gets right. the over. Double screw job. It was a classic. Wow. Anyway. Like I said, you hang out at the snake pit, you're going to get snake bit. I'm four and four. I'm climbing to 500. We got the bet, Hewlett. Yep. I ain't looking back either. I can't afford to lose. I only got one game. Right. If I don't win, I got no chance. I don't even drink beer too much, but it's great beer, Craft Lager. I will chug that. Yeah. <laughs> Weird pick. I've had good luck with big numbers. KC, hottest team. Eight and a half at the Barkless Dog Pound. That's right, PZ. Your boys get stomped at home. Embarrassing. Why did we do what we do? Classic Cleveland. Let's second guess it just after it happened. Casey exposes them. Baker Mayfield, few points in garbage time. It's a rollout blowout. Kansas City. Steamrolls the Browns. May as well check out at halftime and go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because that <laughs> one's over, boys and girls. Eight and a half. KC. Mahomes and the crew. Steamroll the pound. We're going over 500. We're never looking back. Couple. I, I like it. It's going to be a bloodbath. Couple things. One, I always stay away from teams that just fired their coach. Because there's that weird, like... I don't know, just that weird thing. You, you know what I mean? Now again, I don't it's think weird it applies. It's real. I don't think it applies this week necessarily. I I, I kind of like the pick. I I mean, I was looking at it, but I stayed away. I think if it was more like if it was a first timer getting his shot, like hey, let's win this one. But like you said, Greg Williams, Bounty Gate, like this guy's been right. around. They don't have a play caller on their staff. Their their running backs coach is now the offensive coordinator, but so. technically their quarterback coach, who's tight with Baker, is going to do more of the play calling. Either way, the fact that we don't know their names says it all. I expect this number to climb. Uh, eight and a half. Up. If it goes over ten, by the point under ten, but eight and a half. One last thing. Tell me, <laughs> how Cleveland is this? Okay, how Cleveland Brown is this? On the trade deadline, everyone's flying around, receivers going everywhere. Cleveland traded their offensive coordinator and their coach for nothing. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Uh, to help you with props or your fantasy league, whatever you want to take this information, suck it up, baby. Voice of God with some fantasy tips. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Fantasy, heading into week nine, the uh, as it's known as the Bipocalypse. There are six teams on by, as we mentioned last week, so you probably should have tried to dangle some of your waiver wire pickups ahead of time 
But if not, uh, hopefully you had some luck Tuesday night when most waivers went through. And if not, here are some names you should definitely be taking a look at on the waivers if they're still available. Our boy, the whole show's collective boy, Mr. Cortland Sutton. Value has skyrocketed, uh, becoming the number two in Denver. Uh, Carolina, DJ Moore, uh, the the first receiver taken off the board in this year's draft. Uh, he's he's really come along lately. Um, yeah, a bit of a rising star. Love him. Uh, Chris Godwin from down uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Mr. Fitzpatrick's favorite touchdown magnet. Uh, Godwin's value is back since Fitz, as long as Fitzpatrick is under center. Love it. Uh, also, Devontae Parker has risen from his own ashes um, and become relevant. He had his biggest game of his career last week, putting up 100-plus yards on 14 catches. Um, yeah, the value could be there. Proceed with caution, but, yeah, the guy's a first-round talent. It's about time he puts something together. Brock Osweiler will always pad your stats in garbage time. That's what he does. All right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, you can uh, – a lot of, a lot of – uh, Former Jags receivers, Allen Robinson, made careers off that. Yep. Um, moving to the running backs, uh, Mr. Peyton Barber um, of, of the Bucks again. Ronald Jones is expected to miss a couple weeks uh, due to injury. Also, Green Bay, Aaron Jones. He is now, he's, he, for, for a while, has been the, the most talented guy who's sort of Jones. stuck in this committee of backs. Uh, but there's one less of them in the mix with Montgomery out. Aaron Jones, take a look. Guy runs hard. I like him. Yes. Uh, moving to Oakland's back situation, uh, Jalen Richard is probably owned in your league, but Doug Martin, um, a lot of people have, you know, he may have screwed owners over in the past, um, but Doug Martin, uh, yeah, he had 17. With, with Lynch out, right? He's, Absolutely, yeah. And he, Lynch, and he catches balls. Lynch is on the IR. Um, but, yeah, 72 rushing yards. So if you're desperate, Mr. Dougie Martin, the turbo hamster, worth a shot. Moving to Philly, Josh Wicked Adams. Wicked name. Turbo yeah. hamster. Yeah, college, it's stuck. Awesome. But uh, moving to Philly, uh, Mr. Josh Adams, he's on a committee of backs there, but he's looked the best on tape, and Wendell Smallwood is just not going to get it done. Not with a name like that. You're just doomed, right? It's, We've talked about it on the show. It's too bad. Yeah. You could you could be so good at mouth farving. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Eventually uh, get down to your Wendell. Yeah. Uh, moving to Denver, uh, Devontae Booker. Also, a solid option. Royce Freeman has been dealing with some injuries. Probably won't play this week. Um, so, yeah, some great options at running back there. Moving to quarterback. Uh, again, yeah, there's probably a lot on by this week. So, hopefully, you were able to grab Ryan Fitzpatrick because he is a full stream ahead, stream of the week candidate um, to fill in the gaps while, you know, Andrew Luck and friends are on by. Yep. <laughs> Fitzmagic's, you know, the, wen- the wench has screwed me again. It screwed you, too. They screwed me one place. I smelt it coming midweek, so I bought a point and got it at the death. I got. I just took. Like, I would have been six and one with that. With the Lions just no, not showing up. A couple of fumbles really changed that game. But Seattle was the pick but, anyway. But Cincinnati, they were up by what two and a half touch two. It was twenty seven nothing. Twenty seven nothing. Fitzmagic comes in and literally Fitzmagic themselves to losing by a field. Former goal. Bengal. Four and a half point spread. All the sharps were on it. So was I. That would have been six and one. All right, we're going to have a draft recommended by Mr. James Duhamel from Cambridge, Ontario. Um, yeah, basically we're, we're drafting the NFL's all-time players into basically team fantasy teams of our own. And we'll explain it to the listeners quickly because we had to explain it to Weird Mike before the show. If you draft a player, the other guys in the draft cannot get that player. Yes, yeah, similar to all drafts that have ever happened. In the world. I guess with it being an all-time draft yeah, and me being Weird Mike, right? I knew there was no chance at a crossover. There's not a chance that you guys are even thinking about any of the names that I've written down. We established here. we're having the draft, okay? For those of you that know Ange, that, like, you know, you're used to this. There's a and, lot of lists out and, there of right. the all-time guys, so there should be a lot of crossover. He asked but, me before the but show. But I love that you think there isn't, so that's The great. only crossover that's going to happen is when you boys slobber over Brady's dick. Right. Okay. I see that's the only future crossover in this draft. But the whole thing was, you, you asked me, you're like, hey, you're going to take Antonio Gates as your tight end? And I'm like, well, what fun would that be? I'm, we're going to have a draft. If you want him to for sure have him, you just draft him earlier. Welcome to uh, drafts. I'll be deferring my running back All right. to Huck. Okay, Huck Media is drafting your running back because uh, he understands the rules. All right. <laughs> uh, Voice of God, you're the youngest. All right, you don't even know any of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's an old fox. He, he thinks Otto Graham's a cereal. <laughs> All right, uh, all-time draft. First off the board, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. First off the board. So when you lead the round, you pick the position, and then we all go through that no, position. No, 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 not at no, all. No. no, take whoever you want. No, take whoever you want, any position. Well, I'm going to stick with that. Team. My matter. wide receiver. Keyshawn, give me the damn ball, Johnson. First generation brash in your face before it was super popular. Keyshawn Johnson. Okay. Absolutely. Just Got a Super Bowl in Tampa. We're drafting one quarterback, two receivers, one running back, one tight end. No, no, one receiver. One receiver. One of everything. One of everything and one defensive player. Yes. Okay. And one coach. And one coach. Yes. Ooh. I'm putting in a kicker. Try and stop me. <laughs> Fine. You'll win the kicker league. All right. I am taking... Uh, wow. I, I get everybody I wanted. Um, this is messed up. Told you. Okay. I'll save receiver for the end, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I am going to take, wow, I'm going to take Bo Jackson. <laughs> yep. Running back. His career never went as far uh, as far as it could have because of injury, but if he played any sort of normal length of years, he was the most dominant running back I've ever seen. Best athlete of all time. There you go. He ran no, up a wall in Bo, Kansas City no. to catch a baseball. Uh, like like Spider-Man. Are we snaking back? Yeah, we snake back. It? Okay. Sweet. Uh, I will take uh, this guy named Thomas Brady. Uh, he's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> so that's your QB? That's my quarterback. My QB. That's my quarterback. One of my fave movies of all time. Never got a title. Dan Marino was a Dolphin fan growing up. Abandoned ship when they signed Ricky Williams. That's none of your damn business, Dan. <laughs> Dan Marino, Weird Mike's quarterback. Beautiful. Uh, moving to the running back. I'm going to take the sweetness, Walter Payton. Oh! Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Moving right into my defensive pick, Lawrence Taylor. Oh, wow. Another goat. Num so Number one on my list. Yeah, oh. See, now I can't take him. That's how drafts work, Mike. You're up. Oh, he's got a second pick. Let's make it up. Just did both of them. Try to keep up. Yep. Defense. Want to be first on the board, make sure I get him. I just took a defensive player. So. <laughs> he just took Lawrence Taylor. Ed Reed. Are we all in the same room? Ed Reed. All Ball right. hawking badass. Ed Reed. Baltimore Ravens. All right. Uh, wow, this is just working out better than I ever thought. I am taking Deion Sanders as my, as my defensive player. Uh, I have two of the only guys that ever played professional baseball and football at the same time. That's true. We'll call it the, uh, the, Jeff, the Hewlett Athletes. Um, all right, and I got another pick. So I am going to take uh, I'll, I'll, my running backs, Bo Jackson, and I'm going to take Randy Moss. Randy Moss is my, my wide receiver. Two. Yep. Back to you, Michael. So Huck got bounced out of the draft, eh? Both his running backs taken. Yep. I'm taking back the pick. Curtis, my favorite Martin. Curtis Mart, I love me some AFC East in the late '90s. Holy farm! Do this I have some honorable? This is the worst all-time team of all time. That's okay. <laughs> Great. It's the Jets' all-time team. Um, uh, yeah, my coach. Actually, my mm, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Tight end Gronk. Done. Best uh, to ever do it. All right. And Get another it. one. Uh, let's keep it in New England. Bill Belichick. Damn it. My coach is Jimmy Johnson. Oh. So cool. Oh, both my coaches just got Come on, really? sniped. Oh, I love Jimmy Johnson. All right. How about Are you kidding that? me? I'm taking Bill Walsh, who actually was at the top of my list, but I was going to take Belichick just because of the top he thing. Was my, he was my second. Uh, he you know, reinvented passing offense, a whole bunch of other stuff I'm not going to get into. And so he's my coach, and uh, my tight end is going to be Tony Gonzalez. The obvious other pick. Absolutely. Uh, my tight end's Antonio Gates. You know what? He was right up there, just for the reach. So, yeah, I asked you because I really wanted him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like the stories when... I didn't tell you so that you'd maybe take him in, like, the first round. When they join a sport late and really excel at it. Yep. Played basketball growing up, switched to football senior year. Gates, the tight end. Gates, and back to you for the last pick of the draft. Last pick of the draft. Uh, last but not least, my QB. Let's go Peyton Manning, the sheriff. Peyton Manning. See, I had John Elway just under Brady, just because he, if, if, if you know, folks, if you weren't around for John Elway, the game was never over because you could do cover seven. He threw a fastball that could just get in there. These guys open for half second, he's open. Anyway, honorable mentions: John Elway, Joe Montana, Joe Brett Montana. Favre, Emmett Smith, 
I want to point out Barry the, Sanders. Barry Sanders. You took Curtis Martin over I was never a, a lot NFC of guys. East guy. I was never an NFC guy growing uh, up. All it right. doesn't matter. I wasn't a, a Niners fan, but I took. Hey, the best guy, the best player to ever do tweet. it. I'm taking the guys that made me continue to watch football. If these Fair guys enough. sucked. Right. Fair enough. I would be more of a baseball or a lacrosse fan or something. Keyshawn benched in the only Super Bowl he ever played. Right. Uh, okay. Tweet us. Uh, we'll post them up on social. We'll post our teams. Let us know who you think won the all-time draft. You guys are going to be surprised, man. Once I put my kicker in You won't in get there, a single vote. <laughs> Steve I Christie, promise. Buffalo Bills. Steve Christie. Got the AFC East all-star team from the late 90s. All right. Well, you want to split the Pats kickers? You- no, oh. we don't. We're not doing kickers because right. it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I'll take Vinatieri. I'll take Vinatieri. You take Goskowski. We win by default. Let us know who won. Michael Irvin and Calvin Johnson also not mentioned, or T.O. Marvin Harrison or A.B. Okay, uh, that was our draft. That was fun. We love drafting that was stuff. Great. I love dra- drafts. I've been drafting stuff since since we used to pretend to pay attention in hospitality class at Our Lady of Mount Carmel with a guy named Mister Nut Alfonso. Saying you guys were at the smoker's pit for a long time there. <laughs> it's legal now, sir. What are you going to do? Speaking of which, a little Canada update for those listening from across the world. Canada weed's been legal for two weeks. Nothing's changed. It's actually harder to find cron. <laughs> True story. A lot cheaper. Yeah. Well, also, marginally cheaper. you order one gram, they send you like 20 grams of boxing and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It seems counterproductive. Hawk Media got his today. He is... Hungry. <laughs> Roommates. Yeah, there's there's a package at our door. So, yeah. All right. Uh, check it out, right? A couple of quick prop picks for you at the end, but we're going to go to news that does not matter with our Lord. All right. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. The news that doesn't matter. We got a lot, as always. A lot of crazy shit happens. Um, starting with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, specifically their secondary. Um, so, yeah, Jacksonville, they're basically London's home team. Every year they play at least one to two games. They actually, uh, their loss to the Eagles was their first loss in London ever, uh, which is a little bizarre. How about that? Yeah, the Queen, they just get fired up for. Uh, but, yeah, so like during their time over there, they're over there a couple days. and yeah, Fired up for the Queen! Yeah, they're they're ripping it up uh, downtown London at a bar, Uh managed to rack up 50 grand worth of a bar tab and decided they didn't really want to pay it. So four of them, um, we'll post the names online, but yeah, four DBs uh, started fighting the bouncers. So they were all arrested and it's kind of been kept hush hush, but yeah, for, I mean, they've since made it back um, with the team really bailing their ass out literally. Uh, but yeah, you got to pay your bar tabs. What, what are you doing? One of the guys who went to the bar, his name was Barry Church. And for anyone who's got a friend named Barry, that's what happens when you go to the bar with Barry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, keeping with our theme uh, over the last few weeks of backup quarterbacks, Chad Kelly, um, moving over to the Giants, Kyle Laletta, who's getting, who's Eli's backup and clearly getting a lot more attention and time with the coaches because they really need it. Um, yeah, backup QBs, just don't get it. Just don't screw this up. Uh, but apparently he was arrested en route to the Giants facility, or arrested, sorry, pulled over, and then evaded arrest. So he has been like, been fully charged with evading arrest. Uh, so yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah, when the officer asked him to roll down the window, he didn't even roll, he didn't roll down the window, as he didn't want to like admit that it was him. Like, oh no, my life's over. Like this is awful. And he just made it worse. Yeah. So just just don't farve it up. Don't get your name in the headlines. Right. Yeah, probably could have taken over Eli's Eli job. probably called the cops on him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it. Moving over to the Bills, they got a couple headlines. We're gonna we're gonna breeze through here, um, but a beautiful tradition continued on Monday Night Football in Orchard Park Stadium, um, where three, not one, not two, but three dildos were thrown on the field. Yes. during the game. Right. So I'm sure you saw there's some great footage. One was tossed in an end zone, and a ref actually has to address it and deal with it. It's like, well, I can't have this on the field, so he just like. Shh, kicks it out of there like just it, get out of here it's dildo gone from randomness to it's a full-on thing like, oh it's a tradition how do you ever go to the bills game get the barbecue the burgers the firewood the buns the dildos the mustard yeah honey we're all packed <laughs> it's a thing but uh not so funny for one of those dildo throwers um one of them was actually arrested so this this dude michael abdallah uh is the man who threw it onto the field um california or florida native Go figure. Right. And yeah, he's been arrested and detained. And yeah, he's, you know, bail was set. He's since paid it. Um, but he has another court hearing to address this incident. Right. Which is pretty awesome. And he's now famous on the Internet. 
So <laughs> what's his what's his uh he's in he's getting interrogated like sorry man I was dickered through a dick <laughs> I was premeditated dildo tossing right you bought that yeah. they don't sell those right <laughs> um but yeah another sweet little headline for the Bills that they'd probably like to forget um so the Thursday night game with Miami um Danny Amendola threw a touchdown pass to Kenyon Drake uh which was awesome good old Danny Amendola old faithful from New England. Uh, but he is now the fourth receiver this year to throw a touchdown. Um, so a non-QB to throw a touchdown, which is one more touchdown than the Bills Q- quarterbacks have tossed through the entire season. Jesus. Including the Monday night game <laughs> where they got field goals. <laughs> Derek Anderson, whatever you Anderson. Housh money, Hauschka. Just, yeah. just scoring points. That's what he does. Uh, last but not least, Mr. Jason Garrett. One of the most incompetent coaches in the league. The Clapper, as he's known, a.k.a. Jerry Jones's puppet, uh, he was spotted with some pretty sweet seats at the World Series, hanging out, uh, you know, sitting front row with Mr. Brad Paisley, country music superstar. Yep. Um, and yeah, uh, obviously the world noticed. There was a lot of celebrities at the games out in L.A., um, one of which he's not, but well-known guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Absolutely ripped him apart right. for, yeah, you know, yeah, your team's great. You're you're fine. Take the night off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, clap and, it up. He, and the herd touched on this, actually, how he had a weird look on his face. I'm telling you what that look was. The, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here. You yeah. know, like, maybe there's a bunch of football people right now saying how my team's struggling and I suck as a coach, so I should probably be doing coach stuff laying low right watching tell him, jimmy tell him jimmy watching it at home anything yeah yep just enjoy you know sporting events in the off season going was there a bye week wasn't it it's not like you're going for a coffee you know going for a playoff baseball game it's like that's like an eight hour you know yeah, yeah i don't know if it was that long one but damn yeah anyways anyway, jason garrett you suck work working Keep on clapping. his coaching skills doing a ton of clapping exactly <laughs> his hands have got to be sore good play bad play I don't know how he does it. Clap, baby. But beautiful. <laughs> All right. News that doesn't matter. Everyone's favorite section. Uh, what are you most excited for this week? Weird Mike? Uh, another badass Sunday of NFL football. There's beauty matchups all across the board. Early set, late set, Agreed. prime time. Even the Monday nighter, Tennessee, Dallas. I'm interested. Straight up. It is. I am most excited for an all-in Sunday betting bonanza at Centennial Studios. You know what? We were hate, we're all hating on the, uh, at least you know there was some hate on the the new rules protecting quarterbacks. But you know why all these games are great? It's offense. Starting quarterbacks. Yeah. It's such a. There's two teams right now that don't have three teams right now that don't have a starting quarterback as opposed to like thirteen. Yeah. There's the Bills. There are the Dolphins. And the San Francisco 49ers. And the Bills were entertaining when Josh Allen was in. Right. Yeah. Because he's their guy. At least Injury. That, everyone belongs. I would go to that Bears-Bills game. You know, holler at Royal if you want tickets. All right. But now it's Peterman. Or it may as well be my uncle. It is Peterman. Sorry, we I, didn't even right, touch on this. The Peterman reality tour right. continues, and I'm so excited. This is what I mean. This is great for podcasters. For a- Pizza pound cake. Because oh, the Bears, you know, Bear, you were talking about I'll this. I'll probably weird, watch Mike. that game. Because yeah, the Peter Bears Minzy. never come to Buffalo. They're, it's cross-conference. They got a great traveling uh, audience or, you know, fandom. Weird fact, the Bears haven't been to the Ralph in 16 years. <laughs> Look at that. They play each other every four years, alternating home, which would make eight years. The last time the Bears were scheduled, it was the Toronto and Buffalo series. That's correct. At the Sky Dome slash Rogers Center. AKA I was there. Biggest farce. Oh. Um, it was so awful. they haven't been to the Ralph in 16 years. Right. So Bears Nation. I think it's going to be a fun game. Ten's a big number. Would, Keep an eye on that. Would be, yeah. I, uh, but it's Nate Peterman. Nah, Nate Peterman, whatever. Ten points. You're going ca- to catch more touchdowns than Bill's receivers this, this Sunday. <laughs> Although Zay Jones looking good. Watch out for him being a Patriot in three years because Tom likes to steal those guys like Hogan. I mean, uh, Belichick. Uh, anyway, we're going to give you some props picks. On our Instagram account for tomorrow tomorrow night's football game, which you'll be listening to on the same day, possibly. Either way, also the primetime Monday nighter, uh, as as well as Packers, Patriots. We're going to do a special props package on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow us. Listen up. Remember to rate, review if you like the show. And we get, we're getting a lot of feedback from you guys, so we love it. Please share it. When we share it on Facebook, uh, share it for us. 
uh, or rate it if you if you listen to it. Give us five stars because we give you five stars, baby. Woo! Unless you bring olives to the table, <laughs> we're we're going down to three and a half. <laughs> Um, anyway, send us your all-time teams. We can make up a team entirely of the people that we forgot, especially guys that Mike forgot. Uh, if you're a Jets fan, you probably like his team. Let us know whose team won, and we will uh, we'll post the best team later. Our buddy Dewey sent us his list, and we if it's the, still the best by next week, we'll post it to you. We're coming up on November. Look who's talking's doing Movember big, led by our producer, Huck Media. If you think you got a better musty than our producer, well, you're wrong. And uh, we'll try to prove it. We'll post his progress. Look who's talkers, all of you. Thanks for listening. Don't miss Tom versus Aaron on Sunday night. Probably the last time it ever happens. Here we go. I am a mountain. I am a tall tree, oh, I am a swift wind, sweeping the country. I am a river, down in the valley, oh, I am a vision, and I can see clearly. If anybody acts you who I am, just stand up tall, look them in the face and say, that star up in the sky I'm that mountain peak up high Hey, I made it mm, I'm the world's greatest And I'm that little bit of hope When my back's against the ropes I can feel it mm, I'm the world's greatest